Welcome, everybody. This is the sixth episode of Half Court Heave, our third episode of the NFL edition. Um, we Paul, we are your hosts, Paul Phillip, Akshay Para, and Akil Swarna. We got a lot on the table today, um, talking about some of our hot takes, some of the best games of the week. Um, and yeah, we're going to get right into it, starting with uh, Akshay. What are your top two games of the week? Yeah, so the first one I'm going to be talking about is Dolphins versus Patriots. I just think this one's so entertaining for like a variety of reasons. First, we've been talking about how Bill Belichick's going to fare without Tom Brady for such a long time now. And also, Cam Newton, how he, how's he going to do in this new offense? It's just going to be interesting to see how he adapts to his new situation. And we all know that if the Patriots lose this game, they're going to be criticized heavily. But also, when you look at the Dolphins side of this, they signed like Byron Jones, Kyle Van Noy, Jordan Howard. Are they going to carry this team? Personally, I think the Dolphins are going to win this game by a field goal. I think it's going to be a close game. But like you saw the Dolphins beat the uh, Patriots in Foxborough last game when a, when a bye in the playoffs was on the line. So are the Patriots going to come back and take revenge or are the Dolphins going to pull this one out with their newfound talent? Personally, I think it's going to be a really close game. But as I said, the Dolphins are going to take it at the end of the day. What do you guys think? Yeah. Has Tua has been declared as a starter? Uh, no, Fitzmagic's the starter. Uh, so okay. uh, I, I actually forgot completely about Cam Newton. But yeah, seeing Cam Newton in the Patriots jersey will be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Belichick without Brady. I think, honestly, it would have been like 10 times more exciting if Tua was starting. 100%. But, yeah. So, but still, this is uh, definitely a, a really good game because, you know, Belichick's usually dominant over his former assistants. Brian Flores seems like someone who's really promising establishing a culture in Miami and bringing in a lot of new players. Uh, this game could go either way. Uh, it's honestly a coaching battle, in my opinion. But I think Brian Flores is going to come out on top, and I think, yeah, a field goal or one possession game. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to disagree heavy with what you say because I think the Dolphins are going to win too. But when you say it's a coaching battle, you can't say Bill Belichick's going to lose. Like, if it's ever a coaching battle, the Patriots are always going to win. I think the Dolphins are just going to win because they have more talent on this team. And as I said before, they're going to make it to the playoffs this year. I said that the first podcast we ever had for the NFL, and I, I'm sticking with that. Mm. Paul, uh, I think – I think it's a little. I think that the Dolphins are a little bit too green as a team. You said they like you. You point out like all their newfound players and the newfound talent as a as a strength for them. Uh, but I think early on the early in the season, it might prove a weakness um, because these guys may not have had the time to to you know to to develop the rapport that they need to on both sides of the ball. Um, I think that I think the Patriots are going to win the game. It'll probably be close, but I think that I think that Cam Newton is gonna is is gonna have like a pretty great game, um, and really gonna show is gonna really gonna show the doubters, um, you know, you know who he is and and what this Patriots team is gonna look like. Um, I say that specifically uh, in in hopefulness because Cam Newton is starting on the fantasy team this week, so <laughs> he better have a great game. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think the fact that like how much work he's put in, um, with the Patriots so far, I think he's hungry, um, for a, for a second chance. And I think that Belichick is going to be using that fire. Um, and he's going to, I think it's going to be a good game, but I think the Patriots are coming out on top. Yeah. I think Patriots and Miami are both going to compete for like the last playoff spot or the seven seed in the AFC. But I think that Miami, you were talking about how they're kind of inexperienced and haven't played together yet. But the Patriots, they have a lot of new faces as well, just because the opt-outs and a lot of people left the team, Tom Brady, Kyle Van Noy, Jamie Collins, they've just had a lot of departures. And they're gonna they don't know who's gonna fill that gap yet. Like they don't have the talent to simply say, Yup, next man up, you're gonna do this. They have to try out different people and with no preseason games, I think that affects the Patriots more than anybody, just because they have so many new faces. Mm, fair points. So uh if you guys move on to the next one. Yeah, so should I go with my next game or? Yeah, yeah. you go with your next one. Yeah, so the other game I was had my eye on was Broncos versus Titans. I know when you first look at it, it may not seem like these two teams are, you know, top tier competing for the Super Bowl, but they're both competing for the playoffs. I think when you look at Drew Locke and the Broncos, everyone's saying he's going to be the next breakout quarterback. Paul had him as his MVP, and me and Akil both said, yeah, he's a really good quarterback. May not be the MVP, but he's going to take a huge stride this season. 
we have to determine if against the stingy Titans defense that shut down Lamar Jackson last season, is he going to prove himself and really excel the way everyone expects him to, or is he going to fall flat and just show that he's an inexperienced quarterback, which he is. But he's also had the offensive weapons around him, placed around him in like Melvin Gordon, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler. The Broncos have placed him in a position to succeed. And the question is, is this offense going to live up to its expectation or not? And additionally, when you look at the defensive side of the ball, how are they going to do without Vaughn Miller? That's, that's a key piece of their defense. I want to see how they react and who steps up to fill his hole. When you look at the tight end side of this, they have Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback. So everybody's kind of wondering. They signed into a long-term extension this year, but like, was one season last year a fluke, or is that going to be the new normal Ryan Tannehill? Nobody knows. And we all know Derrick Henry's going to break out, and that's just going to be fun to watch. Like That's just another reason to watch this game. But yeah, there's just so many key storylines to see who wins this game, how people react to the new situations they're put in. That's why I just think this game's so interesting. Yeah, I agree. This is going to be a really cool game. Drew Locke has a lot of new fun toys on his offense. Uh, Bradley Chubb is back on defense. Yeah, Von Miller's gone. That's going to hurt. Uh, Titans-wise, you know, the loss of Jack Conklin, and then they honestly got lucky with Von Miller being out because I feel like Von Miller would disrupt that side of the line with Jack Conklin being out. And Derrick Henry now has a chance to, you know, just run all over this defense without Von Miller being there. Um, Judevion Clowney, it's going to be cool seeing him against the weak relatively weak broncos offensive line i think it's going to be a nice uh pressure on drew lock it's going to be really interesting to see all these new pieces on both these teams but i especially want to see drew lock versus solid titans defense yeah for me um the titans always start out like a little bit slow so i think they're not going to be they're not going to win this game in my opinion i think the broncos win by 10 points maybe seven but i think they win this game just based off, like, you haven't really seen this new Broncos offense with all these weapons yet. And I think it's going to be something unexpected. Well, when you look at the Titans side, they know that they're going to give the ball to Derrick Henry. And the Broncos have been preparing for this all offseason. So, I don't know. What do you think, Paul? Um, I think I think it's a tough matchup. I, I have the Broncos winning it. Um, and I actually have the... I guess we'll talk about this later, but I have the Colts winning the division, not um, the Titans. I agree. I agree. Uh, and I and I wonder um, with the Titans, if I mean, if with you know, you you can't trust Tannehill too much. Uh, you know that's why they relied on Derrick Henry so much uh, in the playoffs, and that that's why they had you know the success that they did. Uh, but Derrick Henry has increased. Um, how many times he carries the ball um, every year in the last four years. Uh, we all know that running backs have a short, have a short, um, you know, lifespan in the, in the NFL. And I wonder if that's going to start taking its toll um, because if it does, then I, uh, then I'm, pr- we're probably going to see the Titans lose this game. And I hope that, um, you know, the, that Locke has a, has a breakout game. But I think that the Titans are going to end up losing this game and eventually not going to have a really uh, as good of a season as they did last year. Yeah, for me, like Derrick Henry, you were talking about him kind of being worn out. I think that happens eventually, but maybe not this season. Like, I think he's still going to be the stud he was last year. I think maybe next season you start to see a slight decline and then over time it kind of drops down. But I think this year I'm expecting him to be the monster he was last year. I mean, that's why I picked him in fantasy. But uh, we'll see. What do you think, Akil? Yeah, uh, I'm going to go Broncos on top here just because I feel like their offense is a bit more versatile than just the salt, the running game on the Titans end. Though they have A.J. Brown, I think he's a great addition. But like Paul said, Ryan Tannehill, maybe not the most trustworthy guy. I'm going to go Broncos 27, Titans 21. Yeah, and out of these two teams, do you think the the Broncos are playing in a harder division with both the Chargers and the Chiefs? Well, the Titans kind of have the Texans who faltered a little bit against the Chiefs, but that's the Chiefs. And they have the Colts who, you know, aren't as good as the Chiefs. So who do you think has the who do you think's more likely to make the playoffs? I'll phrase it that way. I think Titans based on their division, honestly. I'm going I'm going with the Colts to win the division. Um, because I think that well, A, obviously Jaguars are not even the question. So it becomes uh Colts, Titans, and uh and Texans. Texans. I think that the Texans have just too many holes on that roster that Deshaun Watson, as as hard as he's going to try and as good of a player as he is, 
he's simply not going to be able to patch them all up. Um, they'll probably end up the season seven and nine. Um, but I, I think that, I think that, I think that really it, it's going to come down to Colts and Titans. And I think that the Colts are going to come out on top because the wear and tear um, on Derrick Henry throughout an entire season. Uh, and, and because, you know, you can, you can't trust Tannehill. I, I think I actually, in some ways I preferred Mariota um, to, to Tannehill. Uh, at, at least he had, you know, he 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 kind of had a little bit more talent in in terms of throwing. I know he wasn't a good locker room leader, uh, but at least he could take a little bit of pressure off. I don't think Tannehill will be able to, and I just don't think it's sustainable over a season. You know, the running game, like pounding the ball, works well in the winter, um, in the playoffs, but it it doesn't necessarily work the same throughout an entire season against a variety of teams. Yeah, I think that the Broncos are more likely to make the playoffs just based off the fact, like, I know they're in a tougher division, but I just think they're the better team, flat out, honestly. Like, they're not, not the, both of them aren't going to win their division, so it comes down to, like, who's the better team. And as I say in this game, the Broncos are the better team, so I think that's why they're going to get take the wild card spot. But uh, I don't know, maybe we can move on to the next set of games. So, Akil, you want to present your two games? Yeah, so first off, uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks and the Saints. I think this is an interesting matchup because they're in the same division, NFC South. That's a really interesting division to look at this year. Um, Bucks specifically, you know, all these new pieces, it's obvious as to why anyone would want to watch them. Brady, Gronk, Evans, Godwin. Uh, and the Saints, I think, you know, though the key addition to their offense was just Emmanuel Sanders, I think it'd be nice to see how they incorporate him into their offense, considering they haven't had a really trustworthy number two receiver. And, you know, everyone wants to see is Drew Brees. Players like Drew Brees, Tom Brady, that have been playing for a long time, you always want to see in the beginning of the season how they pick up right after the offseason. And I think if uh, Brady and Brees come out firing, it's going to be a really interesting battle between them and the NFC South. I think that this is the best game of the week, um, without a doubt. I mean, it's it's... In, in, in some ways, it's the established team versus, you know, the up-and-comers, with the up-and-comers being the Bucks and the established teams being the Saints. But at the, in the opposite end, it's, you know, it's the up-and-comers uh, with, the, with the Saints. You know, they haven't won a championship in how many years compared to the established team with Brady. Um, I, I, think, I think there's a lot of interesting parallels. And I just think that both teams are really talented. And, you know, it's a divisional battle, of course. So it's going to be a great game. I don't, I, don't, I have no idea who's going to win, um, but I think this is the best game of the week. I think Saints run away with this game just because, like, the Bucks have been hyped all preseason. They haven't really had a chance to test out this offense with Tom Brady. I know it's Bruce Arians' offense, and it's no risk and no biscuit, but we don't know if Tom Brady can actually operate out of a Bill Belichick offense, and I think he'll figure out eventually. But I think this first game, Bucks are going to get obliterated by the Saints just because they have a bunch of continuity, like Akil was saying. Like, they don't really have a bunch of new pieces. It's mostly the same. So that's why I think they're going to succeed and blow the Bucks out in this game. I somewhat agree with Akshay. I, I definitely think the Saints are going to win. Um, I think it's going to be a solid win for them, again, because of the team chemistry. Bucks didn't get that preseason. That could have helped them a lot. Uh, I don't know if it would be an obliteration just because I feel like Brady and them are going to struggle in the first half, but I think the second half you're going to see them pick up their slack and you may see three passing touchdowns from Brady in the second half. It'd be really nice. No, I disagree. I think Tom Brady is the most overrated quarterback in NFL history. The only reason he is in the position he is right now to pick his choice of teams is because of Bill Belichick and not even all the teams wanted him. For example, the Colts, he wanted to sign with the Colts, but they picked Philip Rivers instead. Like Chris Ballard basically said that. And like, it's known that it's always been Belichick or Brady. Nobody's ever known which one it is. And I think it's Bill Belichick. That's why Tom Brady and the Bucks are just going to flat out fail at least this game, if not this whole season and potentially miss the playoffs in my estimation. Mm. Paul, what do you think? <laughs> that is a drastic take, um, but okay. I like it. Uh, keep it going. Akil. Oh, no, I was just wondering what you think. I, I think Saints are going to win. Akshay agrees. Saints are going to win. What do you think, Paul? I think the I think the, I was going to say that Saints are going to win, but I thought it was going to be super close. Um, actually, but screw you guys. Just because you said Saints are going to win. I said, <laughs> I'm saying Bucks are going to win. Um, uh, Brady, will have, Brady will have an incredible comeback in the second half. Um, and, you know, that's going to be that. <laughs> uh, definitely right. an interesting game to watch. Uh, my second pick for you know, games of the week are going to be the Packers and Vikings. 
Um, you know, not too many moving pieces this offseason from either of the teams. I think because it's in the NFC North, you know, division rivals, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Seeing if Rodgers can continue his success into his 30s or, you know, mid-30s now. And, you know, seeing if Jordan Love tinkered with him a little bit mentally, but I don't think it affected him too much. Vikings, you know, still the solid team that they always were. Dalvin Cook just solidified that contract this morning, uh, five-year 63, which is really good for him. They got Yannick Ngakwe, who, in my opinion, is an upgrade over Everson Griffin. So it's going to be a nice battle of Rodgers' offense versus the Vikings' defense, especially considering that the you know, management for the Packers didn't draft a wide receiver. So I think we're really going to see some flaws, if any, which I think there are on the Packers offense this time around. Yeah, I think the Rogers, uh, that Aaron Rodgers is kind of reinvigorated after the, you know, the Packers front office made the dumbest decision I've ever seen and drafted Jordan Love, who's absolutely a trash quarterback and will never be anything in this league. And Brian Gutekunst, the GM and Stooge out there in Green Bay, needs to be fired immediately for this pick. But that's a whole other topic. But I think Rodgers is going to perform at an MVP level this season, and he's going to play amazing in this game. But ultimately, because they don't put the pieces around him to succeed, that front office and that organization is just horrible as a whole. That's the reason they lose this game and why I'm taking the Vikings, because the Packers did nothing to improve on defense when they gave up like 300 yards rushing or how many ever in the NFC Championship game against the 49ers. They did nothing to improve on that side of the ball. And with Dalvin Cook, who's a very talented running back, He's going to stomp all over that defensive line and those linebackers. He's going to average a bunch of yards, probably like, I'm going to say 150 yards this game, two touchdowns, huge game for Dalvin Cook. I think the Packers, Aaron Rodgers is going to try to will them to win, but with no wide receivers who are talented except for Devontae Adams, who, you know, I think he's overrated, but they just don't have any weapons around Aaron Rodgers to make this team successful. That's why I think Rodgers should lead this team as soon as he can. But that's just my take. I'm saying Vikings big here. Mm, what do you think, Paul? Well, I think that I think it's interesting. I think that the Packers will win the game, but the Vikings will ultimately have the better season. Um, and in, in part, indefinitely because of what Akshay said, uh, the, I feel like the front office is just made the same way that the Texans have screwed up, you know, Deshaun Watson's future by, you know, getting rid of all his good players. Uh, the same thing's happening on the Packers um they've they've just lost too many good pieces um and they make no attempt to gain more and i think that's going to show itself throughout the entire season however i have the packers winning the game because and and this is what you see like kind of you know throughout roger's career his unique ability to just you know lift the packers up uh we saw it last season that team the, the team that they had last season was not good like make they were 13 and 3 and they made it to the nfc championship make no mistake that was not a good team um, and it was the reason that they had so many wins, the reason that they were able to, you know, scrape it out against the Seahawks in the divisional round is, is just because of Aaron Rodgers. Um, so that's why I think he'll win the game. However, in terms of the entire season, uh, the Vikings are on the whole, the better team. Right. I think, uh, yeah, as much as I want to say, I, I, w- as much as I want to say, I wish Pat, you know, Aaron Rodgers goes out there, throws like six touchdowns and obliterates the Vikings defense. I don't think that'll be the case again, because of the poor management by the Packers. I think the Vikings will come out on top and Packers front office is really going to realize, okay, we screwed this one up. And I'd argue that the Packers made the worst, you know, though it's obvious that the Texans messed up. I'd argue that the Packers were even worse because Aaron Rodgers is like 34. Now his, window of opportunity to win another Super Bowl is closing. I mean, you know it's a problem when players like Eli Manning have two Super Bowl rings and Packers Aaron Rodgers has one. Yeah, it's honestly the dumbest decision I've ever seen. Maybe in sports history, I'm not going to go that far, but like, it's pretty dumb. I understand how one person, their GM Brian Gutekunst, can make that decision. But like, a whole organization, does he not have I don't know, smart people around him to tell him that this is dumb? Like, it's kind of obvious, but I expected like, if you're an NFL organization, you'd have some level of, you know, capability and not be completely ignorant to everything around you. Like, this is the worst organization in football or maybe one of them. I mean, they, other than the Jets, like, they have no idea what they're doing and huh, they need to do something. Otherwise, they're going to get swept these next few seasons, the remaining seasons they have Aaron Rodgers. But it's just my opinion. So, 
Uh, <laughs> it's always just your opinion, bro. We know you ain't got to clarify it every time. Dude, I'm just saying, sometimes I feel like I can make better decisions than some of these GMs, bro. Like, honestly. Yeah, I this Packers decision, I think a six-year-old fan could have made a better decision than that. But, yeah, uh, enough about that. Paul, what do you think the game of the week is for you? Um, So, I think what's interesting about my pick for game of the week, uh, Browns versus Ravens, is I think it could be a game of the week. So what I mean by that is if the Browns, you know, kind of come out with conviction, they have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball, um, but not really sure how to utilize it. Uh, if, if they come out with a good game plan and they're, and they're firing on all cylinders, I think that they can have a, they can put up a really good fight against the Ravens um, because, you know, make no mistake. They, they've got talented players on that team. Mm-hmm. However, if the Browns are as dysfunctional as they have been the past couple of seasons, then the Ravens will, um, they, they'll destroy them. They'll run right through them. And um, then, then it won't be a game of the week at all. So it depends a lot on how the Browns play. I'm certain that the Ravens are going to play great. Um, I'm not, but I'm not, but it depends if the Browns have a play well, if, if Baker is hitting his spots, um, then I think it could be a good game. Yep. I think Baker will definitely have a bounce back year this year. Uh, Browns might win the division. They'll definitely grab a playoff spot. I think Baker Mayfield will be the best quarterback in the AFC North this year. Lamar Jackson will be the third best quarterback in the AFC North this year, which we'll get into a little bit later. But I think think Baker's going to pull up and have the type of rookie season he had where he went six and seven with a very untalented team. And now he has OBJ, Jarvis Landry, all these guys around him. And on the defensive side of the ball, they've only improved. So I just think like organization-wide, they got rid of, uh, what's that guy's name? Freddie Kitchens, who like knew nothing about football. And they got somebody who actually knows offense and Kevin Stefanski in here. And I think they're going to have a very successful season starting with this game. I got the Browns by five. Mm, yeah. Golly. I, think, huh, Golly. Uh, I like what Paul said about it. This kind of depends on how the Browns play. I think, you know, this Ravens are of course going to perform well. The Browns going to be interesting no, they to won't. see their new pieces. Um, at least specific players on the Ravens will play well. We don't know about the whole team as a unit. But the Browns, yeah, I, you know, I'm just still a bit iffy about Odell. You know, he could go to crap, but we're not always sure. I think uh, if Browns play well, they could come out on top, but I see the Ravens getting a nice win here. No, they're, they're, the Ravens won't play well at all, bro. Like, it takes what, the, what is this slander from Akshay? Oh my god! <laughs> it, it takes the, the, the Browns will play their if the Browns play their very best, they will still lose to the Ravens. Um, there's there's simply you know some sometimes you, you can't think too hard about things, Akshay. You gotta go with you know go with go with what's accepted. Um, and and that is that the Ravens are gonna have an, another really good season. Lamar's gonna step it up another level. Um. That's simple. Simply the fact of the matter. Nope. Everybody who says that simply does not watch football. Because if you recognize huge offenses, like whether it be the Rams the year they went to the Super Bowl, the Falcons the, way, the year we went to the Super Bowl, they always do well one year. Then the league kind of figures them out the next. And the same exact thing is going to happen here with the Ravens because it's okay. Insane. After the Falcons went to the Super Bowl, they went back to the they 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 went back to the second round of the playoffs, and they almost beat the Super Bowl winning Eagles. In the second round of the playoffs, we didn't we, we didn't even win the division that year, buddy. Like we weren't that good of a team. We were. So... We won. We won our first round matchup against the Rams, and then we almost beat the Eagles that won the Super Bowl. But hey, our, hey, our hey. offense was not the same level. We Obviously, it was good. not the same level. But we made it to the second round of the playoffs after losing the Super Bowl. So I yeah. yeah. And what happened? What happened to the Rams? What happened to the Rams I... after they did the same thing? As a Giants fan, listening to this argument of Dude, nobody cares about the Giants about Super Bowl, fans, bro. I think it's very premature of you guys to discuss Falcons getting remotely close to the Super Bowl. No, no, okay? no. We're not talking about the Super Bowl. Or you the were... past, you know, the past, okay? Like, past is past. Falcons suck. You know, that's solidified. No, 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 no. What we're is is is, is actually making this argument that the, because because the Ravens had a good season last season, they're not allowed to have a good season this no, season. No, that's not what I'm saying. I think the Chiefs are still going to have a really good season this year. I'm just saying the style of play that they have, it's like completely different than anything we've ever seen before. And that's the reason. When you have offenses like that that are innovative, whether it be Sean McVay with the Rams, Kyle Shanahan with the Falcons, historically, they do not perform as well the next year. And I think because of that, <laughs> the same thing's going to happen here. Ravens fall out of the playoff race. But that's mm. 
I think there, that's also I agree with Akshay. I think there's a decline, but not about the playoffs part. I, you know, they won't go from 14 and two to like 13 and three. I think they're going to go 14 and two to like nine and seven, 10 and six. No, but I 14, still think they will be a good team. 14 and two to eight and eight. Here's why Lamar Jackson is so injury prone. The way he rolls out of the pocket and tries to, you know, make these superstar passes when all he does is run the ball. He's a running back, whether he likes it or not. And with his body structure, with his body frame, he's going to get injured if he keeps doing that. He's not as talented as he really thinks he is. And that's why the Browns are going to take this game and beat the Ravens in the division. Mm, Paul, anything to add? Absolute slander. The Ravens are going to have a wonderful season. Um, I think you. there's a reason that Lamar Jackson won the MVP. He's not like – I cannot believe that you're saying that the Browns are going to make the playoffs and the Bakers are going to have a great year. Lamar is not Baker. He's much better. He's way more mature. Um, you know, I think the way that he handled last year, losing last year in the playoffs, um, you know, the way that he handles criticism in general is – I mean, he's a class act. He's incredibly mature. He's going to keep growing. Um, and the Ravens are going to be – the now I wouldn't say the team to beat because I think that the Chiefs are are still better, but I think that the Ravens are going to be a top team. Um, they they haven't besides Earl Thomas, they haven't lost. They essentially haven't lost anyone. Um, oh, they lost Hayden Hurst and uh, Marshall Yonda on the offensive line, which is a key part of guarding Lamar Jackson from the blind side and stops him from getting continuously slacked like he is going to be this season. And that's Lam- what Lamar moves. Lamar moves very well. All right, he's not. Because he has a good offensive mobile. line. He has but a good offensive line. How offense. does him running, running 70 yards down the field for a touchdown have anything to do with his, with his offensive line? When his offensive line collapses, that's when he plays his best. No, no, no. The, the only thing the Ravens do is run the ball through the holes provided because of the offensive line. And when you lose a key piece of that in the blind side of Lamar Jackson, it's really going to impact the Ravens in this season because when you get Miles Garrett sacking him in week one with him on the ground and Miles Garrett potentially taking his helmet off, you'll see what happens then. What the <laughs> Holy frick, but... please, please move on. Please move um, on. Yeah, I we'll have to see about Lamar Jackson. You know, maybe he'll perform like Nebraska without that O-line. But that is end of discussion. Thank you. Now, last week we got into the NFC and who we think is going to lead divisions in there. But this week, we're going to take a look at the uh, AFC, specifically the AFC South. Paul, you want to get started on that? Um, yeah, literally just that the Colts are going to win it. Um, <laughs> I, I just think that this division is not that good. Um, and it's, it, it, it's one of those divisions where you're not like fighting to win it. You're fighting to not lose it. Um, I, I think that there's – I just don't think that the Texans are going to be as good. They got too many holes. I Obviously, the Jaguars are awful, and I think that the Titans will kind of, you know, be on the decline. Um, and in comparison, the Colts will just be the not-worst team. Um, they got, they got um, a, new, a new rookie wide receiver, a new rookie running back. They still have T.Y. Hilton, and they got Phillip Rivers, of course. Um, and that's going to be huge for them. Um, they're, you know, if 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 Rivers and some of the rookies can really connect and get a good chemistry going, um, you know, they can win some games and win the division. Uh, I, I just I just don't think I, obviously I'll, I'll put the Titans like the Titans and the Texans, you know, like to have a chance. But I just don't think that any of the teams are good enough. No, I, agree. I, I think the Colts are going to win. Yeah, I, I disagree heavy because I mean, I think the Colts are going to win. I think that's you know, going to happen. That's kind of a given, but like, I don't think any other team has a chance. The Titans will be trashed this year. The Texans will be trashed this year. They both lost key pieces. I mean, the Texans lost a key piece in DeAndre Hopkins. We saw how it affected them in that Thursday night game. The Titans' way of play is not sustainable to win a championship or even win the division, I believe. I think the Colts, they added, um, what's that guy's name? Michael Pittman Jr., USC. Yeah, Jonathan, yeah. yeah Jonathan Taylor, Wisconsin. And you yeah. can't sleep on their special teams either. They got... Rodrigo Blankenship out of UGA, who's a very talented kicker, and he is very for the brand, which it means like he'll really improve this team over what Vinatieri did last year. He wasn't Vinatieri kind of had an off year, but I think special teams wise, offense, defense, everywhere, this team is prepared to kind of make it out of the AFC South and win this division. Yeah, it'll be really interesting. I don't think the Titans will do as good as they did last year. I think they'll be like around an eight and eight team. Uh, Texans, you know, I think they're going to be a seven and nine team. 
Uh, yeah, Colts, I like what Paul said about trying not to lose the division, not necessarily winning. And I think the Colts will do good with that, and they'll succeed. No, I think the Colts win a playoff game this year. Additionally, because they have – this is the first time Phillip Rivers has, like, an actual offensive line. And all his te- time in San Diego and L.A., he hasn't really had an offensive line he can rely on. But now this Colts line is really talented, really skillful. They can protect him in the pocket, give him time to throw the ball downfield to – Pittman and Hilton and we'll just see what happens but I think they're really talented and they're going to make it to the divisional the divisional round this year and win a playoff game yeah um now for the AFC East we all have our opinions but I guess I'll start us up start us off I don't think this is going to be an entertaining division at all I think it's mostly between the Bills and the Dolphins and I think it's going to be the Dolphins because though the Bills you know, added to Von Diggs. I don't necessarily think he's going to, you know, take them to the playoffs or anything. I really like what the Dolphins did this year. I think it'll take them until week or four or five to really mingle with each other and get to know each other. But I think after that, it'll be smooth sailing in their division. Bro, I just want to say, you guys called me like a clown when I said the Dolphins are going to make the playoffs. And now you're saying they're going to win the division. I think they're going to be fighting for a playoff spot, but I don't think they're winning the winning the division, I think that goes to the Bills with Josh Allen, who I think is going to be a really solid quarterback this year. One of the best in the AFC, probably the fourth behind, or third, because Lamar's not going to be there, behind Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. But, like, I just think this team as a whole, from they improved on the offense, drafting Zach Moss, uh, trading for Stephon Diggs. They improved on the defensive side of the ball as well. I think this is a very balanced team under Sean McDermott, and I think they take this division, but Dolphins are going to compete for a wild card spot and potentially the Pats too. Let's not forget about them. Uh, yeah, I disagree about the Dolphins. I don't think that the Dolphins, if they're, if they're playing Fitzpatrick and not Tua, um, I don't think that they're really getting anywhere in terms of winning the division or making the playoffs. If they play Tua, you know, things could change. Uh, but I, I still, I think even, even if they play Tua, um, Tua's rookie season like won't be incredible. Um, it'll probably take, until next year for him to really start having an impact. So I think it's between the Bills and the Pats. Um, I think Bills are the safe pick to win the division. Um, but if it, it depends on how Cam and how Bill, uh, not Bills, Bill Belichick, um, how Cam and Bill Belichick mesh. Um, if they mesh really well, then, you know, he could, the Pats could be a force and they could win the division. Um, but if not, then the Bills will take it. I don't see the Dolphins in there at all, though. I'm going to disagree with you on the Tua part because I feel like, yeah, they can win without him, but also with him, it may provide a little bit of a boost. Like I think that they cannot win without him. No, Ryan Patrick has never thrown for four thousand yards in a season. I mean, he did beat the Patriots last year in Foxborough. He's a solid backup quarterback. One game, one anomaly, and what about a couple for of years a crappy ago? Patriots team? Uh, Fitzpatrick is not a good quarterback. Make no mistake. He, he. I mean, what has he ever done in his career? Besides the one game he had against the past last season against a team that lost in the first round of the playoffs. If you remember, like he was the backup on the Bucks, and then Winston got, I don't know, he was injured or something. He became the starter. Fitzpatrick came in, went like 4-0, 5-0. Jameis came in. They basically didn't win a game the rest of the season. So kind of he is a very good quarterback, but I know I agree he's not like a solid starter level quarterback, but he'll come in and he'll win you some games. But I think that the Dolphins get off to kind of a 500 start towards the first six games of the season, maybe three and three. They come off a loss. They're looking for a boost. They put Tua into the lineup. They go seven and three, six and four the rest of the season, and they end up making a playoff spot. And personally, I think that Tua is the best quarterback in this draft. Justin Herbert will be like Blaine Gabbard, a complete bust. Tua is going to be like Russell Wilson, a stud top three quarterback in the league while Joe Burrow will be like an Andy Dalton-level quarterback, in my opinion. And Jordan Love, just like, he shouldn't start a game in the NFL. He's literally Nathan Peterman, but yeah. Mm, yes, we will see. Interesting division, not too entertaining, however. So next, we move on to the AFC West. I think all of us agree that it's the Chiefs division, without a doubt. Honestly, you don't even have to watch the Chiefs at this point. We're just going to look for who is second place in the division and who's going to impress and I think it's between the Chargers and the Broncos because, you know, though the Broncos have a lot of new pieces, this Chargers team is a very solid team and they've been with, the, been with each other for a while now. It's just you have to see Tyrod Taylor versus Justin Herbert. Sorry, Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert and how they will perform this year. 
I think quarterback play will be vital in them. And also losing Melvin Gordon, though he didn't do too much, it takes away a little from that backfield. And Austin Eckler will be expected to not just be that receiving back anymore, but a little downhill getting like 90, 100 yards per game once in a while. Yeah, I think other than Lamar Jackson, Austin Eckler is the most overrated player in the NFL. Like, I have a friend, Ryan Brill. That man thinks he's, like, the best running back in the NFL, but he's just not. I think he's bottom tier, bottom 15 running backs in the NFL, maybe even bottom 10. But I just feel like the Broncos will win this division because the Chargers, they've changed nothing other than the quarterback play, which I don't think was their biggest problem. Like, they have all this talent. They've never put it together. They've never given me a reason to think they're going to put it together this year. So, for that reason, I think the Broncos take this division and uh, beat the Chargers. Or not take this division. What am I saying? Like, we all know Chiefs are going to win. I mean, take second, take second. I was about to slap I was about to, like... I was about to curse on the podcast (laughs) because I was going to slap actually so hard. Uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah, Broncos got in second. Um, Chargers and Raiders are not that good. You you said um, Herbert on the Chargers, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Herbert and Tyrod Taylor are the competing... Here's the issue that I take with Justin Herbert, um, and it was actually in the – he played for Oregon. Well, he played – obviously, he played for Oregon. Um, in the opening game last season, he plays against – he plays against Auburn. Oregon plays Auburn in the opening game. Um, Bo Nix is a true freshman starting quarterback for Auburn. Um, you know, he, he was pretty highly recruited out of high school. But in that game – um, it comes down to the wire. It comes down to the wire. Herbert misses a crucial throw at the end of the game that would have that would have won Oregon the game. And instead, Bo Nix, a freshman, um, in his very first college football game, uh, makes a couple of great plays down the stretch, even though he kind of struggled throughout, um, and they win the game. So I think things like that, like indicators like those, I know he's got a good arm and you know solid accuracy and stuff, but indicators like those actually mean a lot um, in terms of intangibles and how he deals with difficult situations. Uh, So I don't think that, I don't think he's going to be that good. Yeah. Yeah. I think Justin Herbert is the worst quarterback that was drafted last year in like the first five rounds. I think he's a complete weight waste of the number six overall pick. You could have picked, you know, Isaiah, what's the man? The guy out of Clemson, Isaiah, Isaiah Oliver. Wait, no, Oliver, um, Isaiah Simmons, Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. They could have picked him or any number of other talented players, but they chose to go with just a guy who looks the part but doesn't actually play the play the QB position too well. So I think, yeah, he's going to be a complete bust, and the Chargers are going to not make it anywhere this season and get third. But I have another question for you guys. We're looking at the AFC this year, and we're talking about all the teams. We know the Chiefs are going to win the division. But to make it to the Super Bowl from the AFC, would you guys pick the Chiefs or the field? Sorry, Chiefs or the what? The field, like field, every other team. Field, he means every other team. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, Paul, you want to get into this first? Uh, I think this is a field hot take, but yeah, but the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will win it. Um, they're just too good, man. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes was, what was he? I think he was eighth in completion percentage, eighth or eleventh in completion percentage last year. He's got a fantastic support system in Kansas City, and I think that you're gonna see him like continue to get better I, as crazy as that sounds I think he will actually get better it was it was in an interview last year after they won the Super Bowl that uh, that Patrick Mahomes said you know I just started learning how to read defenses <laughs> like <laughs> which is absurd I mean he won a Super Bowl that's he's good. lying like and that's he... just not the case but go ahead my bad like like just sort of read like learning to read a defense is like effectively which i mean i guess it's not like out of the realm of possibility i mean he switched from baseball to football uh and and he didn't he didn't even play the full four years at texas tech uh and and you know the 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 nfl schemes are different than the college one so maybe he could read in college but he couldn't um in in the nfl at least initially until I mean, he was obviously he said he was you know he said midway through last season he started reading defenses, um like or or really starting to get there. Uh, I think that he he's gonna get like and you saw in in the game against the in the, in the te- Texans, um you know he's not even going for all those long bombs anymore. Surgical 
um, with the throws, making the right plays. Uh, and we know that he's capable of hitting those long bombs. So I think he's going to keep getting better. And I think that the, um, I think that the Chiefs, it, it, it's theirs to lose. Um, I think that the Chiefs are winning it. I think, I think they're going to the Super Bowl. I think Patrick Mahomes is the second best quarterback in the NFL behind Deshaun Watson. You put Deshaun Watson in that Chiefs system, he's going to succeed. He's going to because he has all the tools of that Patrick Mahomes does. Maybe not the arm talent, but he has better mobility. He has maybe around the same accuracy. He has he motivates his team better than Patrick Mahomes does. And when Patrick I, Mahomes, whoa, whoa, whoa! I disagree. I disagree. Did why? you see? Did you see the mic'd up um, of the Super Bowl last year? I mean, like Mahomes, the entire game, no matter how bad it's going for him, when he got when he's got two picks and they can't score, um, he's still telling guys like, "This is our chance to be special. Like, we can do this. We can make it happen." He's and that's not exactly gonna, what he does. He's not going to say, "Oh, guys, we're down in the Super Bowl. We're going to lose. Oh my God, this game is over." But you saw you saw Deshaun Watson at Clemson. Like, he was an absolute stud, and he was the leader of that team. And I feel yeah, like he's Mahomes the, same thing the leader for the of this team. What are you talking about? I agree that Deshaun Watson would be incredibly successful with the Chiefs, and he'd probably win a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. But I would agree that about Lamar Jackson, and I agree. No, that I would. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, but hold on. No, we know about Lamar Jackson. I think you guys are looking at this from the Chiefs' perspective. I think to compare those two quarterbacks, we put them on the Texans. Who do you think would do better on the Texans? I think Mahomes does better on the Texans. Yeah, I agree. I think Mahomes would do better on the Texans. Nope, Mahomes needs those weapons in order to draw attention away from like the people he's targeting. He, Mahomes, Watson can make plays for himself. Mahomes needs his skilled players to do so, and for that reason, I think Watson is overall the better quarterback. But uh, Mahomes is playing like he's better just because he's in a better system. Yeah, could be the case. I mean, but you know, we all agree AFC West going to the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really yeah. matter about the rest of the guys as much as they're not Super Bowl contenders. But uh, yeah, before, before we move on, let's keep it moving. Before we move on, I just have one more thing. You know, mm. I asked Chiefs or the field, right? And uh, you guys said the Chiefs. I'm personally going to say the field because I have one team in particular who's going to make the Super Bowl. If you, may, next... if you say the Dolphins, I'll... I'll no, 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 no. <laughs> the... Don't worry, not the Dolphins. But I don't think you're going to be too happy either way. They're kind of in the next division, and the Cleveland Browns are going to make the oh Super Bowl God. this year. Oh, my God. That's what I was thinking. I was like, he better not say the Browns. <laughs> I do it. I do it. I was thinking the same thing, Akio. Oh, my God. The Cleveland Browns are making the Super Bowl the this year. podcast right now. You seriously okay, think I'm a so first-year head coach, a crap receiver like Odell, and incons- <laughs> he's also the inconsistent. The poop show. Baker Mayfield is nowhere near a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I think Eli Manning was better than Baker Mayfield. And that's my completely unbiased opinion. Nope. Eli Manning is one of the most overrated quarterbacks in NFL history behind Tom Brady, obviously. Eli, but Manning, like- Eli Manning, if he picked up a football right now, I think he'd be better than Baker Mayfield. Nope. Eli Manning is absolute trash. Like, all he, he, he's Eli been- Manning is more clutch. I think Baker's got more arm talent, but Eli's more clutch. If it wasn't okay, for this, okay. at this point in their career, okay, going into their third year, I think they're both evenly matched. But I think attitude problems. I think the surrounding team. I would give Eli a better, or not even Eli. I just don't think Baker can produce with this team. Baker has shown immaturity in the past. I'll give you that. But you've really seen through this offseason, he's stopped posting on social media as much, stopped talking to uh, the normal media as much, I guess. And he's really focused in on football. And he is going to take this division by storm, take this league by storm. He's one of my favorite players to watch in the whole NFL. And I think for that, not because he's my favorite oh, player. Oh, okay. But I think because of the talent he possesses and the skilled players around him, from Odell to Jarvis to Nick Chubb to a new tight end in Austin Hooper, along with David Njoku, they got studs lined up everywhere. They're winning this division. They're winning the AFC and matching up with the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. <laughs> dude, 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 I'm not talking about this. Dude, dude, I'm not talking about this. Keep going. Oh, my gosh. The Cowboys yep. and Browns in this it's gonna be the coldest take I've ever heard in my life. Nope, what? it's gotta be the most accurate one. The you've Cowboys ever heard, are bro. like not making the playoffs, bro. They sh- nope. trash. Two very similar teams, very talented. They got first-year head coaches what? who are gonna lead oh. them. They're, they're two overrated quarterbacks that are underrated way over their heads. Um, okay. That's what those teams have. If the Browns and the Cowboys go to Super Bowl, I will stop watching 
football and start watching lacrosse for a that, living. Get ready, because... bro. You, you better know what 30 lacrosse teams there are by the end of this year because this is going to happen. You got studs lined up everywhere on both Holy teams, whether it be bro. Amari Cooper and OBJ. Oh. You got underrated quarterbacks in Dak Prescott <laughs> and Baker Mayfield, both of, which, both of which are complete studs. You got the horrible head coaches out of there. Now you got Stefanski and McCarthy in to reinvigorate these teams, take them to the Super Bowl, and at the, at the end of the day, Browns, Cowboys, two really good teams. I don't know who's going to win, but we'll see. It's going to be very interesting to watch how this all plays out. Not complete studs, but they're complete duds because I don't think they can get it done. But, Akshay, move on to the AFC North. No. Unless you're already done. I'm not done because other than – Dude, please tell me you're done. Okay, okay. No, no, no. This this has gone on too long. You you talked about the Browns. We heard about what your prediction is for them. Let's hear about the rest of the division. What do you think it's like for the Steelers and the Ravens? Let's Let's go second, okay? So, this is kind of wraps it up with my hot take. I said the Browns. I don't think that's hot of a t- that's that hot of a take because it's kind of like you know they're a really talented talented team. They're going to make the Super Bowl. But if you look at the rest of the division, I don't think the Ravens finished two. They finished three behind the Steelers because the Steelers finished eight and eight with Big Ben last year and or without Big Ben last year. And when you get a new quarterback that's won a Super Bowl, that's really talented with that stingy defense, with Juju having an actual one more year in that wide receiver one role with the actual quarterback going to him, James Conner being the lead back now for a second year, gaining that experience under his belt. He's they're going to be studs, and this team will definitely make the playoffs as a wild card team. And they'll be the second best team in this division. And now we already talked about the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, completely overrated. He will get injured this season. The defense is not the same as it was last year. They, the offense had a one-year wonder type of success. Won't replicate again this year without that stout offensive line because Lamar Jackson's a running back. And who's the last team? Oh, yeah, the Bengals. They got Joe Burrow, but they're still going to be trash because Joe Burrow is not good at football. Wow. Um, Paul? Anything on that? I don't know what to say, dude. What? I I agree that the Bengals aren't going to be that good. Like Joe Burrow doesn't have a really strong support system around him, but he's not good at football, dude. He's he's not. He had one year year good year at LSU before he was before that he was going to be undrafted. And the only reason he showed out to be good is because he had people around him like Clyde Edwards Alaire, or Jamar Chase, uh, Joe Brady is the offensive coordinator, Ed Odron is the coach. Like, he had studs around him that made him good. Without them, he's nothing, and he's going to be a dud in the NFL and absolutely trash. Uh, I, I mean, people compared Burrow to, like, Tony Romo, which I think his effect on the NFL will be similar to that, but I style of play I see differently the Steelers you know Big Ben's back but I don't see them you know doing much besides that maybe like nine and seven with a very solid defense there Ravens I think they won't you know continue their success from last year and I know Akshay completely disagrees but I think they're like a nine and seven through 11 and five team you know they'll get to the divisional at best and Brown's I, I really have to disagree with Akshay. I, I don't know where he's coming from. I don't see okay. that happening this year or the next year, possibly competing and going to the AFC championship in year three with this head coaching staff. Why do you not see that happening? Why? You, you haven't I don't, given me a I don't reason think yet. It's, I don't think it's realistic with the first-year head coach, and none of those players have proven with other coaches that their ability to play was good. Uh, I, go ahead. Did you? I mean, the thing is, like, Freddie Kitchens was losing them games, yes, but I don't think Freddie Kitchens was telling Baker, oh, Baker, go throw an interception this pass. Oh, Odell, don't get open this pass. Jarvis was carrying that offense. And Nick Chubb, sorry. Jarvis and Nick Chubb were carrying that offense, and I think that'll be similar again this year. The first-year head coach isn't just going to focus on the offense. Of course he's going to show some, you know, attention to the defense. If he were to show all of his attention and spend 24 hours a day with it, with that offense, I think they could be a top 10 offense. But I don't think now that he's a head coach, now that he has to, you know, share equal amount of time with everyone, I don't think, you know, the offense is going to produce. The defense is going to be good, not great. Offense isn't going to produce as much as everyone expects. And I think Austin Hooper is the most overrated tight end in the league. Uh, Austin Hooper is the most underrated tight end in the league. I'll start there and then I'll go from there because I believe you talked about first-year head coaches, but I think that's actually going to be a benefit to this team because they don't have complete stooges 
calling plays for them. They have people who actually know football and Mike McCarthy, who we talked about last year. I'm talking about the Cowboys. I know you guys roasted that one, but who actually know football and Kevin Stefanski, you know what I mean? Like he's not just going to call out a draw play on fourth and 18. He's going to throw the ball to OBJ and get the hands, get the ball in the hands of the playmakers. He's going to put Baker in position to succeed the way he did his rookie year. I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a bunch of hype surrounding him. There's a reason he was the number one overall pick and he just didn't just do this, you know, He's always been doubted because he came on at Texas Tech, didn't start, walked on to Oklahoma, then he started. Now he's the number one overall pick. Then he, he was doubted because he's too short and stuff. Showed out his rookie year. People had high expectations for him. He fell short. Now, everybody's sleeping on him. Nobody thinks he's going to be a stud. Everyone thinks he's not accurate, except for me. I recognize his true potential, and I know that this year, Kevin Stefanski and the Cleveland Browns, they will get the, hands in the, play, get the ball in the hands of the playmakers. The defense will be complete studs. They will win this division, win this conference, and make it to the Super Bowl. But, Paul, what do you think? Uh, dude, oh, my gosh. I, I didn't even know, like, where to begin, like. Because it's such a good point. I know, I know. <laughs> it's please, kind of strange to me, one please, thing. Please move, on, please move on to the final takes. And then, and then at the very end, I'm going to address why the Browns are hot garbage. Yeah, um, but really quick, before the hot takes, I want to ask Akshay a question. Akshay, uh, if I'm correct, Freddie Kitchens also coached the Browns this year. What are you, what are you saying? Like th- this past year in 2019, right? Freddie Kitchens was the coach. Y- yes, he was. Okay, okay, yeah. Then how come Baker's completion percentage went down, his touchdowns went down, interceptions went up when he had a better offense and a better defense? What are you saying? Freddie Kitchens was the coach, and that's the reason they were doing bad. But at Freddie least Kitchens the- was his coach in his first year, but – no, he, he wasn't year. the coach in his first year. If you remember, if you know anything about football, you know that Hugh Jackson was the coach at first. Once they fired it at him, Greg Williams, who was the defensive coordinator, step up, stepped up and took that head coaching role. It was not Freddie Kitchens. Wasn't Freddie Kitchens interim head coach? No, that was Greg Williams. Uh, then I stand corrected. You do. But I, but I think Hugh Jackson <laughs> is a better coach than Freddie Kitchens. So if he performed worse with, you know, no, he performed okay with Hugh Jackson, good with Greg Williams, and bad with Freddie Kitchens. So, I mean, when you got seven, Kevin Stefanski, who will be a better coach than all of them, the only logical explanation is that, you know, he's going to be a complete stud with these weapons around him, and the Browns will make this. Dude, he had weapons last year, and he was awful. Had, he weapons. had weapons last year, and it was awful, but bruh. Coaching staff did not find a way to help Baker get the ball. Dude, Freddie the Kitchens doesn't call playmakers. offensive plays. The offensive coordinator calls plays. Freddie Kitchens hires the offensive co- coordinator, and if oh he's not happy, gosh. if he's not happy with something, Freddie Kitchens is going to change that. Okay. Uh, he- yes, I mean, okay. I think this is end of discussion. We see Akshay end very discussion. strong point here. End of discussion. See, Akshay's on crack. We will um, look back to this podcast in February and, and we see that I am right. Then. And we will Dude, roast you guys. Frick. Wait, Let's so go on to our- wait, 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 Akil. Before we do the final takes, you guys haven't said who you think is going to make the Super Bowl. Because I, I uh, okay, I think from the AFC, it's the Chiefs. I think the NFC is really up for Cowboys. grabs, but I could see the Seahawks doing it in the NFC. Okay. Paul, Seahawks uh, or Saints. Seahawks or Saints. I'll say that. I, I disagree. I, or, or I agree with the Chiefs making the Super Bowl on the NFC. Uh, yeah, it's tough because I don't think that the Saints are. That's my, let's transition to the hot takes real quick. Because um, I, that's my hot take that the Saints are making it out of the first round of the playoffs. Um, I just think that for they they just they struggle too much in the playoffs for whatever reason. Um, even though Drew Brees is a good quarterback um, and he's experienced, uh, I think that they've they kind of beat themselves in the playoffs a little bit. I think they're in their own heads, and and that's what and because their talent the talent is the reason that they have success in the regular season. Um, but their mentality is the reason that they um, seem to have failed so greatly in the playoffs these last couple of years. Um, so it's, it's it's not much of a hot take. I guess it's just because the Saints get so much hype year after year, um, but year after year, they're not able to win their first game. For me, if you go process of elimination, I think it's not going to be the Vikings. Like, they're not going to beat them. Or it's, I know they did last year, but in my opinion, the Saints are just a better team. I don't think the Seahawks are better either. I think the only team that can beat the Saints is the Cowboys. That's why I think the Saints will make the NFC Championship game but lose to the Cowboys. But uh, I think they just had the continuity. They did well. Like They made it to the NFC Championship game two years ago with that egregious holding penalty. 
they have the talent. And I think this is the year they put it all together. With Drew Brees' final year, they really rally around him. They give Michael Thomas another wide receiver to play opposite with him. They got more weapons. And this, they, they're just so talented, but not as talented as the Cowboys or the Browns. But they'll make the championship game for me. Akil? Uh, well, yeah, I already presented my points. Presented. You know, oh, 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 no, I was going to say, do you have anything to say about the Saints? Oh, um, yeah, I know. I feel like later on in the season, they may struggle. I forgot about the 49ers. You know, I think it's 49ers, Seahawks, Saints. Between them, Chiefs are a lock in the AFC. Disagree, but, you know, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys are taking the default default option on these Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl games, bro. You got to take some risks. The Super Bowl teams are always the teams you don't expect it to be. And this is why it's the Browns and the Cowboys. They are really talented. Everyone's I expected sleeping. the Chiefs and the 49ers to make the Super Bowl. And I expected exactly the Chiefs, did. and I said the 49ers would make the NFC Championship, but... You you, you know. just didn't say that. They had the number two overall pick. Like, if you ask anybody, like, did you tell anybody that, or are you just saying... No, you know? no, no. I didn't say that before the Yeah, I didn't started. have a podcast back then, Akshay, so it was kind of Yeah. Difficult. I mean, you, you must have had friends, though, right? Or is that not the case? I did not say that they're winning... <laughs> I did not say that they're going to the Super Bowl before the... Around draft time. I know. That's why I got the insight. I was thinking, oh, okay, the 49ers definitely have a chance. Nobody expected the 49ers last year. Nobody expects the Browns and the Cowboys this year, except for me. I got the insight, unlike anybody else in this game, whether it be Colin Cowherd. You're aware that you're aware that the Chiefs and the 49ers were both the first seed in the playoffs, right? I'm aware. So they, they, they were the first seed. They were the highest seed. That means that they were okay. the expected team to make it. Please to listen, Akil, uh, Paul. You clearly <laughs> have not been listening to anything I've been saying. I'm saying at the beginning of last season, the 49ers had the number two pick. Nobody picked them to go to the Super Bowl. They were completely unexpected. And I'm just saying, nobody expects the Browns or the Cowboys this year. Not Stephen A. Smith, not Colin Cowherd, not Max Kellerman. Nobody does except for me. And I will be right laughing over all of you both my friends and these talking heads on TV because the Browns and the Cowboys will win the Super Bowl or will make the Super Bowl. I don't know who's going to win yet because it's just two really talented teams. But all of you guys will be looking up on me like complete stooges. Yeah, we, we will see. Uh, Akshay is definitely confident in his takes. Um, I, I don't think, I mean, going on to my hot take, I don't think it's something too hot, but for Akshay, this may be red hot. I think the Chiefs will go back to back. I think they'll have similar success last year. I don't think I have to do too much justifying on that. We saw their success against the Texans, and the Texans aren't the worst team in the league uh, to where every team can have success against them. Chiefs are going to you know, continue what they did last year. They did a great job retaining all the, or 20 of 22 starters, if I'm correct. Uh, chemistry is there. Great quarterback, great coach. Yeah, I think Chiefs make the AFC championship game. But they will go down to the greatest team in the AFC, the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Paul, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Move on. You agree with me? No. <laughs> I agree with, I agree with <laughs> not hearing you talk. Who would so. agree with Akshay? I doubt. I was so surprised. I, so please, please move on. This is We yeah. spent a long time on these podcasts today. Akshay, please... Uh, Present your hot take. Yeah, so I already said this, but Ravens are going to be the third best team in that division. Between behind the studded uh, Cleveland Browns, this reinvigorated Pittsburgh Steelers team, this Ravens team is going to fall flat on their face with Lamar Jackson having a season-ending injury in Week Nine. And I just feel like they don't have the rest. The NFL defenses are going to find a way to adjust to the Ravens' offense. They will be stopped. They're not going to be good at all this year. Eight and eight, seven and nine record, missed the playoffs completely. We already kind of reviewed wow. that, so sure. Move on to Akil's. Akil's already oh, done. If you were uh, listening, you would have known. Oh yeah, well, my bad. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, actually, I, I agree that there's a chance that Lamar gets injured. Um, but if if Lamar doesn't get injured, this team is going 14 and two, 15 and mm. one. Um, they're having an, they're having an incredible season. Why? Uh, because Lamar is just that good. They got a great organization. They have, they still have great players. They lost a couple, um, but not so much that it's a, but not so much that it's like a, like it's a great deficiency to the team. Um, and you, in some ways, you have to think about like common sense. You know, there's, there's not just about always taking the most controversial pick. Sometimes it's about taking what actually makes sense. The the Ravens have a great offense. They got a great defense, and they got a franchise quarterback in Lamar. 
and that's why they're going to be a great team. I am not always taking controversial opinions. I'm taking what I believe is right. And that's why I picked the Chiefs. Which is wrong. Nope. I said the Chiefs <laughs> are going to win the AFC West. And that's not controversial. I said the Bills are going to win the AFC East. That's not controversial. The Colts and the AFC South. That's not controversial either. You just don't like the takes that are right. That defer from the default option. You know what I mean? Like the Ravens. I see. I have a vision that very few other people do. That very few other people have. Like. Everyone else just thinks, oh, Ravens were good last year. They'll be good against this year. But nobody sees the things behind the roster, okay? Nobody sees the relationships that I see, the football IQ Mm, that I have. mm. Not very many other people have it. That's why I see the Ravens finishing the third in this division. And you'll see at the end of the season, you'll be saying, oh, my God, Akshay, you know so much about football. I should have listened to you from the beginning. But for now, I understand why you might be upset uh, because you don't, you know, have the vision I do. But... You'll see when it takes place eventually. Don't worry. Don't worry. You'll get there. Yeah, this was definitely an eventful episode with a lot of good hot takes. I want to thank you guys for listening to our sixth episode, the third NFL edition. Look forward to next week's episode, and please make sure to share. Thank you.